What's going on, everybody? It's 9.04 p.m. You're chilling with New Wave Podcast, New Wave Radio. Give me a second. Let me hit the air conditioner real quick. New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast. We are in the building. We here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for showing love to the podcast. We are here in the building. It's June. June 3rd. Another year down. I mean, another month down. We're still quarantining. Everybody in the city, the city, state should be slowly opening up. Slowly but surely. Thank goodness for that. Um, we're all trying to make it. We're trying to do what we got to do. We've been out of work, some people. Some people just want to get back. Cabin fever. I guess you just got to trust the process, right? So we, um, we're, we're, in the, we're in the June months. And people are out there getting sick. This, this corona thing's still real. We're protesting. We're in the protesting stage. I guess everyone's fed up now. Everyone's going bonkers and haywire. They're running in stores. They're doing this and they're doing that. We don't want to be involved in that. We want to chill. Trust me, you want to relax. You don't know if this is part of a plan, an agenda. You know, I heard so many conspiracy theories saying the coronavirus is fake. They're forging death certificates and all this stuff. Yeah, we heard it all, but look. It's better safe than sorry, people. It's better safe than sorry. So, you know what I mean? Just take precautions. When you're going out marching and stuff, just be careful. Be mindful that we're still going through a pandemic here. So they say. And we really have to be careful. We have to be careful still, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 just, you just never know. Because nobody knows what this virus is capable of. You know, it's still here. Let's not forget that it's still here. Yeah, they're not talking about it no more. They're not doing this. It's not making headlines. You know, we make jokes about it here and there. But it did not leave. That's what people should be worried about. The pandor the, the pandemic not leaving. You know, we got people that's running around here doing like the most shit. You know what I mean? They wilding. They wilding out, man. So people what they gotta do is they gotta be careful. They gotta always remember that we're in the middle of a pandemic. Still, through all the rioting, you know what I mean? I mean, you see, like, thousands of people grouped up together and, like, just coming along and just, like, doing this and doing that, rah, 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 rah. You got to remember, you know, you just don't act like this is, don't, it doesn't exist because it does. Don't act like it doesn't exist. This pandemic is here. 
So let's not be distracted. Let's not be distracted moving forward. Let's not be distracted. And we drinking Hennessy. Shout out to Hennessy. That's the drink of the day. Strong. Uh. But this episode, I wanted to talk about not really the pandemic. I wanted to say, once again, rest in peace to, 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 to the boy Floyd, George Floyd. Greg Floyd, whatever his name is. Rest in peace to him. You know, sometimes we're not good with names, but how can you forget a name like that, right? It's all over the news and stuff like that, everywhere. But rest in peace to him. I'll take a quick moment of silence. That's what that was. That pause was a moment of silence for him and everybody else that we lost. Today I wanted to talk about podcasts, NBA players and their podcasts. I, I highlighted a few that I like, a few podcasts that I like. I'm going to talk about these players not not like stat wise I'm just going to talk about the players that are doing these podcasts and I'm going to talk about the podcasts a few of them, not all of them shout out to all these NBA players that are doing like certain things that are making shit happen on, on a different platform other than like playing basketball you know, they're able to, like, talk about the game because, you know, we don't want to hear the game of basketball from an announcer's point of view. You know, we want to hear it from somebody that actually lived it and that was out there. We want to hear their stories, and we want to see what they got to say. So it's kind of it's corny listening to somebody like Pat Summerall or Marv Albert and shit. No disrespect to none of them, but it's really corny listening to them talk about sports because they they study the game. Even though they probably played in a collegiate level or high school level, at some point they probably played sports. But we don't want to hear sports from them. You know what I mean? We want to hear, like, now, if they're going to be telling stories about broadcasting, by any means, you know, shoot, shoot your shot, do your thing. But what we, what we, what, what basketball fans and sports fans, we want to hear podcasts from our favorite players. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to hear like an Allen Iverson podcast. I really would like to hear an Allen Iverson podcast because I think he has some great, he has some great battles on the court and off the court, and I believe that his story is just interesting and it'll make it'll make a lot of sense for Alan Iverson to have a podcast or to be a guest on a few podcasts. I mean I know he was on all um I know he was on Knuckleheads John with Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. He talked about them. He talked to them and he talked about a couple of guys that he played with and stuff and it's come up in the game. You know what I mean? That's what we want to hear from these players. You know, I re- not not we don't want to hear from guys like James Brown and all these dudes, these old guys and shit that got suit and ties on and they talking in the game. They 
explaining it. You know what I mean? They sound like chemistry teachers when they talk about sports. They don't sound real genuine sometimes. It get kind of boring listening to them. I'm going to be honest with you. It's very boring listening to them. It's dry. You know, it's not like, it's not what people want. Nobody wants to hear basketball coming from them. Like, yeah, analyze the game. Yeah, that's cool. But when it comes to you talking about the game, we're not really interested. You know what I mean? Because you ain't never played it. You know, and if you did, it was probably like a thousand years ago or something like that. You know what I mean? So we talking about podcasters, these podcasts. I also want to talk about, closing out the show, I want to talk about the new NBA format, this tournament that they got. Eight games, 22 teams, 13 on the West, 9 on the East. Eight games per team, stretching from July 31st to October 12th. And this will be down in Orlando. Um, I mean, I guess. You know, it seemed like they picked all the good teams, the best teams in the, uh, in the league. Because how many teams? Is it? It's probably like 30-something teams in the league. So about, what, 10 didn't make it or something like that? How, is, how does this go? And, um, like, it looks like it's going to be real competitive. It's going to be a competitive, competitive tournament. You can tell by, you can look at it and tell it's going to be competitive. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be one of them seasons that people never, that people didn't expect. You know, nobody nobody expected this pandemic. So you we definitely didn't expect this tournament style basketball to be amongst us. I'm looking at the teams and we're gonna discuss the teams in a minute, but I'm looking at the teams and I'm like, eh. I understand. But what I'm wondering is, are they going to mix them up? And how's the format going to go? How are these teams going to, like, play? Who decides who plays who? You know? The NBA draft is pushed down. All Everything is just pushed back. It's just a mess all over the place. It's just a mess everywhere in the league. It's kind of all, it's kind of really upside down and just, you know, but this is going to be really interesting. Um, So these podcasts, you know, they go like this. You know, you got J.J. Reddick and a guy named Tommy Alter. I guess it's called the J.J. Reddick Show. You got um, Richard Jefferson, Shannon Fry. Evan Turner and it's called Road Tripping Danny Green in the greenhouse or something with Danny Green you got Shaquille O'Neal the big podcast Gilbert Arenas No Chill you got House Call with Dr. J All the Smoke 
with Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes. Shout out to Steven Jackson. Shout out to Matt Barnes. And you got the Knuckleheads podcast. Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. These are some of the these are some of the NBA. These are like the top NBA podcasts. You know what I mean? That these guys making making noise around the world with their podcasts. People like their podcasts. You know, and I like the I like I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you. I like a lot of them. Um, I never listened to. I can tell you, I would really look forward to listening to the Dr. J's house call. Because I would like to hear what he got to say. You know, Dr. J was probably one of the best small forwards in the league, giving it to dudes on a, on a nightly basis, just balling. You know what I mean? So if he got a podcast, I want to hear it. Because the doc's saying some shit in his podcast. You best believe Dr. J is talking some good talk. In his podcast. Because think about the era of basketball that he came up in. Back in the 70s and the 80s. The 76ers, them battles. With the Lakers, the Celtics. Everybody, the Bucks. You know, Dr. J was playing with some, with some, with some heavy hitters. I'm talking about his team was full of heavy hitters. Billy Cunningham. Dr. J, I mean, Dr. Billy Cunningham, um, Maurice Cheek, excuse me, um, Moses Malone, Andrew Tony. Like, these guys were really like some hammers out there. They was, they was hitting it. It was getting to it out there. So I would love to hear what the Doc got to say out there. And I know Doc probably got some smooth stories, man. I'm talking about he played in Rucker Park. He played in the, in the ABA, whatever the shit is, the at CBA or some shit. Dr. J played basketball. He, he kind of changed the game. You know what I mean? You guys got to watch his documentary. He had a documentary. Um, I think it came on ESPN. It was really good. Really good documentary with Dr. J. You know, and like, just like guys like him, and then you move to a different lane, and you talk about like somebody like Gilbert Arenas, his document, his um podcast, No Chill. I'm talking about that's probably like, you know what I mean? Gilbert Arenas, I would like to hear his story because we know. What, what we hear from the media. The media try to make us think about these dudes in a different light. You know, we know we know who Gilbert Arenas was. We know what he did. You know, he played basketball on the court. Forget all about all that stuff ha- that happened off the court. They try to really make you not like a person. You know, like, Gilbert Arenas came out there and he balled. I'm talking about this boy will put up numbers. Real numbers, like some shit motherfuckers can't do type shit. And he was really hooping. Really hooping. Forget all this, forget all the shit, forget all the money talk and outside the gun talk and everything. Let's talk about his basketball game. Let's talk about his game. Let's keep it basketball when we talk about these players. Let's respect them. 
Let's respect them. Let's let's put some respect on these dudes' names. Because, like, Gilbert Arenas will come in on some real cool shit. You know what I mean? And light you up. That's just what the that's just the fact of a matter. And so I would really like to hear. I'm really glad that he has a podcast because I'm interested. Even though I heard I heard of it. I heard I heard it. I watched a few videos on YouTube. Um it was decent from what I've seen. You know what I mean? I just like the fact that basketball players are doing something like this and we are able to like kids can even see them a different side of them, not just the not just the basketball player and what happens on the on the on the street outside of basketball. See, I don't like the fact I like the fact that we can look at these guys for what they are. They're human beings, right? So we're not we're not fucking like we're not. We're not with the news and shit. We shouldn't be critiquing these guys' lifestyles the way we do. Like, you know what I mean? I'm talking about Gilbert Arenas' podcast. I like Gilbert Arenas as a player. I don't know him what he does on the street. That's none of my business, you know. But the first thing come to people's minds when they talk about Gilbert Arenas is something bad, you know what I mean? But Gilbert Arenas got one of the best podcasts out there. He has one of the best podcasts out there. I like No Chill. I fucks with No Chill. I'm a fan of No Chill. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause I'm t- like I said before, I don't want to hear basketball from somebody that ain't played a game. A basketball. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear you talking about basketball. I don't want to hear it from your point of view. Basically, what I'm saying. Like I would love to, I would love to sit down and listen to a Gilbert Arenas conversation about basketball because he used to chop dudes up on the court. He used to chop them up. He used to give it to them. So when he has he has this podcast, you got to support that Gilbert Arenas podcast because you're supporting some real shit. Because he's not keeping it, he keeping it nothing but one hundred. So that's one of my second podcasts as far as basketball players goes. I like I'm a fan of Gilbert Arenas No Chill. Dr. J House Call is on my list because I want to hear stories from Dr. J. I want to hear about them Rucker Park days. I want to hear about him coming down in the 76ers uniform and just dunking it on Michael Cooper. I want to hear when he talk about that shit. Like what was going through your mind when you jumped from motherfucking Broad and Cisco Hannah? And dunked it on this motherfucker. That motherfucker curled up under Dr. J like a baby. He looked like his mom just birthed him under the hoop. Spit him out. He was like this, curled up. Shout out to Dr. J, man. That boy was a fucking fancy motherfucker on the court. Bust your ass. Bust your ass. Something vicious. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you, can you imagine getting dunked on by somebody like that? Or can you, like, like since we talking about Dr. J and Gilbert Arenas, can you imagine looking at a motherfucker like Gilbert Arenas and you just like, yo, you know you're going to bust Gilbert Arenas' ass. You looking at Gilbert Arenas like he ain't going to drop 30 on me, nigga. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I just did 50 
layup line layups. I'm ready for this motherfucker. You tightening up your motherfucking sneakers. You pulling up your socks and shit. They do the jump ball. And Gilbert Arenas just run right by you. Two points. And one. <laughs> Zero to the line. And then you got this little motherfucker, big head nigga, Gilbert Arenas, just hitting that shit. Dropping a smooth 50 on you. You ain't even know what's coming. Oh, come on, man. You know what I mean? So the next podcast I'm talking about, and to the um, Instagram, you came, you came in a little late. I'm talking about NBA players with podcasts, how we like to hear the stories coming from them. Instead of coming from like Marv Albert or some shit. So the next podcast I'm talking about is like Road Tripping. Richard Jefferson, Shannon Fry, and Evan Turner. I, I, I never really watched that. But I watched Richard Jefferson on like NBA TV and all that shit. And I heard him tell his story. And Richard Jefferson seemed like a pretty solid dude, you know. I'm not mad at Richard Jefferson for doing this podcast. I actually used to be a Richard Jefferson fan when he was in Arizona. Not when he went to the NBA. See, when Richard Jefferson went to the NBA, I said, damn, he going to be soft. You know what I mean? But he actually had some good moments. He had some good moments. He had a lot of bad moments. But, you know what I'm saying, he just Richard Jefferson. It ain't like he fucking Dominique Wilkins or some shit, right? You don't expect a dude like Richard Jefferson to come into the league and give you 50 a night. Because you've seen him, if you followed him in college, you know what he was going to do in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? you just like, all right, you know what I mean, that motherfucker made it. He going to be all right. He going to be do. He going to do some, he going to foul a couple of people hard when he get to the league. He one of them no motherfuckers. But Richard Jefferson, I got to tune into his podcast because I really want to check it out. Because he got a lot of, see, what, what what's a plus side for Richard Jefferson is he got a lot of knowledge of the game. He's a basketball. He got, he's like, a, he been there. You know, he traveled. He played with LeBron. He played with Jason Kidd. He played with all these good players and shit. So he can give you, he can give you some game. He can talk to you. He can let you know. You know what I mean? He can let you know what it's like playing under them lights. Because a lot of dudes don't understand what it's like to play under them motherfucking bright lights, man. You know what I'm saying? Them bright lights will ruin you. Them bright lights will scare the fucking shit out of you. You know? And you see it happen to a lot of your favorite players, like rookies. They come in and come on off the bench. You got to really be, like, strong to play in that league. So you can't have a badass fucking NBA career and do a fucking NBA podcast, nigga. Like, cause you telling me about nothing right now. You telling me about when you when you ran, you got on that court and you froze up. You froze up. It's a lot of guys out there that froze up. You know, some of them are lucky enough to keep their job because I mean I guess they got you know good backing, but. Once you hit, once you miss in the NBA, it's over. It's a wrap. You got to perform. You got to come ready. And one thing Richard Jefferson did, he came ready. He performed. He performed. Whether he got 
five points or 25 points. Richard Jefferson came ready to perform. So I would really like to listen to his podcast. Shannon Fry, I'm not really interested in hearing what he got to say, but he a part of the team. You know, Evan Turner, I ain't got time to be listening to no motherfucking Evan Turner, dog. He got to be telling me, Evan Turner must be the hype man of the podcast. Because he ain't really did too much of anything in the NBA, man. That motherfucker came out of... He was a draft pick that Philly was mad at. Take that motherfucker Evan Turner jersey and just wash your car with that shit. That's what type of motherfucker Evan Turner was. A wash your car jersey motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, alright, whatever, man. You you on there, man. But fuck it. I, I, I fucks with Richard Jefferson because it's road tripping. Check out road tripping if you get a chance. Road tripping. So we went through road tripping, no chill, and Dr. J got house call. He got his house call. House call. I'm running down NBA players with podcasts that we need to tune into. And um, I think Dr. J probably got the best one so far. Because we ain't even get to Stephen Smith and Matt Barnes. Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? So them type of guys, um Danny Green has a has a podcast. Well, I don't really want to talk about Danny Green. But you know what I like is I like the knuckleheads. Now Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles. You see, people don't understand these two players right here, right? When they came into the league, there was like it was, you know what I'm saying? Their style of play was 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 for that system, that Clipper system. They had a style, you know what I mean? The Clippers had a had a vision. They really thought they was going to win a championship with these young motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Because they was that good. So Darius Miles, if you really look back, Darius Miles was one of the best fucking players in the world. They was calling this motherfucker the next Kevin Garnett. Darius fucking Miles. And I'm talking about when that little motherfucker got into the league. He was doing okay. He wasn't all that. But he was doing all right. But see, you got to watch what he was doing in order to understand what I'm saying. Because Darius Miles had potential. Darius Miles had potential to be a Kevin Garnett. But um, I don't know what happened. It's the system that he was in. That Clippers system sucked. And we could say, you everybody knows that. The Clippers are bad. That was like a graveyard for players. When you motherfuckers, your career's about to be over, you're going to L.A. And you ain't going to the Lakers. You're going to the Clippers. You could t- Can you imagine what that work, what that facility was like? Like, you know going to work, you get up every day, you go to work. And your job just fucked up. You be like, damn, I can't stand it here, man. This motherfucking job is shaking on my nerves. All the women is ugly. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucking janitors probably look better than the girls that work there. You know what I mean? Everybody just look fucked up at that job. That's how, that's what type of atmosphere Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles landed in. They landed in a fucked up situation. 
And we're not going to talk about Quentin Richardson's whole career because he ended up in New York. He ran, he, ran, he ran around a little bit. Darius Miles moved around a little bit. But when they, got, when they went to that Clipper team, I know that was the most stressful time of their life because these guys, you know, a lot of NBA players don't know what losing is. They've been winning all their life. Them motherfuckers been winning all their fucking life from babies to fucking grown-ass men. They played on the best AAU teams, the best high schools, best college, everything. They're going to school. They want, they winning all their life. Not a small percentage. The whole time. Mom's got so many trophies in her room, she don't know what to do with them. There's trophies everywhere. That's, that's the type of background they come from. So when they come from Nat and they go to the Clippers, and they playing against teams like Michael Jordan, and they losing by like 50 every night. That take a lot out of you, man. So when they doing these podcasts, the knuckleheads, I like it. I like when they ask the players, who's the first one? Last one I seen was with Patrick Ewing. And they said, who's the last person to bust your ass? You know, Darius Miles asking that question, who's the first person to bust your ass? And then that's the part I like because the players tell you who gave them the business on the court and shit. You know what I mean? You just be like, wow, what? John Stockton, nigga? Like, you know what I mean? You be looking at that shit like, wow. So they got like a decent show. It's a real good podcast. If you don't watch, if you watch podcasts, if you like all that basketball shit, watch the Knuckleheads. You know what I mean? You can catch their shit on YouTube. You know what I mean? They really perform. They put on a good show. And they, they talk basketball, man. They don't talk no crazy shit. They talk sports. You know what I mean? They get into it. They get into it. And that's what you want. You want... You want to hear the podcast because you want the podcast to be coming from somebody that that at least motherfucker dunked it. You know what I mean? I don't want to hear that shit if it's coming from somebody that ain't scored or nothing. Like I don't want, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to hear what you're saying unless you're talking about it from a different perspective. But don't tell me about basketball if you wasn't out there battling. It. You know what I mean? I would like to hear like a fucking um, Tyrone Lou or some shit. I wouldn't mind hearing Tyrone Lou. But, you know what I mean? Tyrone Lou is a good coach. But he's not a good coach. He's a better coach than he was a player. So, that tells you a lot. Uh-huh. And, uh, um, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, before we get into the NBA format, Shaquille O'Neal has a podcast called The Big Podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't watched it or anything. But Shaq has something called The Big Podcast. And, you know, I'm pretty sure Shaq is talking about some good stuff on his podcast. Shaquille O'Neal, man, like, he been through it. He, He been like, he's one of them basketball players, man, that you know... You're going to hear some good shit coming from him. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal. You know what I mean? Shout out to Shaq. You know, I'm a Laker fan. I, I know everybody noticed the history about Shaq. 
But one day we're going to dedicate a podcast to Shaq and we're going to talk about Shaquille O'Neal. But um, I would like to check out Shaq's podcast called The Big Podcast. That shit. But all right, now we're going to move on to the last podcast I'm talking about before I get into this NBA format. It's All the Smoke is my favorite podcast. Steven Jackson and motherfucking my, my man Matt Barnes. I used to hate Matt Barnes. But now I fucks with Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes be smoking weed. He be getting high. They drink. They talk shit. And they talk basketball. You know what I mean? They get it in. You know what I mean? They get it in. They interview. They got their show on cable. They got their podcast. They got a they got a lane. You know what I mean? They got a mean lane. So Steven Jackson, man, when your head get clear and you doing your and you finish doing your thing, you and Matt get get together, put something, put some some fire out there, man. I really like it. I really like their podcast, man, because they, um, they don't be tripping, you know what I mean? They don't be tripping. They don't act too cocky. They ain't arrogant. They, you know what I mean? You could tell them dudes were some basketball players that was that was some real hard to play with basketball players. Because, you know, you got, the, you got your bullies on the court. You know what I mean? I could see that they were some bullies on the court. Like, we ain't going to talk about the malice at the palace. You know what I mean? We ain't going to talk about Matt Barnes trying to throw the ball in Kobe's face. You know what I mean? They got so much history and shit. You could just talk about them dudes for days, man. But shout out to them dudes, man. I, I'm really, I've been a fan of Steven Jackson for a minute because I just like his game. You know what I mean? A lot of people might not admit to that. They're like, who the fuck likes Steven Jackson? But see, I watch basketball like that to know when he was playing with the Spurs and all that shit. You know, all them teams, you know what I mean? I remember all that shit. You know, I watched him play. You know what I mean? He came out of high school. You know what I mean? So, shout out to Steven Jackson and all them boys, man. And shit. So, this NBA tournament. <clears throat> excuse me. Earlier. I broke it down earlier real quick. So, I'm going to break it down again. So, it's 22 teams. 13 on the West. Nine on the East. Eight games per team. The season starts July 31st through October 12th. So now with that being said, what's going to happen to the regular NBA season? Because even the draft is in October or some shit. The lottery and all that shit. What's going to happen to the real NBA season? Are we going to get another 82? Like, is this going to be like a process now? Because, you know, they push back the whole situ- The whole process is pushed back, you know, of the whole season. You got to have a season. So they trying to figure out a way to get another, get a season. And I just looked at WNBA proposes a 22-game season. So these people want to play. They got to get this money. They got to get paid. You know what I mean? Owners got to get paid. You you don't play basketball, you don't get paid. You know what I'm saying? So now it's a bunch of money just sitting around. And then these people got to get rid These people got to get their bread. You know, so the owners is making money, but they're not making a lot of money. The players are not making... The, I mean, they're not losing out on a lot of money. The players are losing out a, a lot. You know, because all of the NBA players don't sign multi-million dollar deals. 
Some of them just signed for a little bit. A lot of them dudes don't got guaranteed as in their contract. <clears throat> Everybody wasn't that fortunate. It's a lot of players out there that need this bread. Like, yo, we got to hurry up and get this game going. And now, what the hell going to happen to the teams that don't make it to tournament? Their season's over. Their season is over. So now, are they going to get, like, you know, what's going to happen? Are they going to get paid? How that's going to work? It's complicated, man. It's not the business that we in, but you know what I mean? So on the East Coast, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat, the Pacers, the Sixers, the Nets, the Magic, and the Wizards. That's the East Coast teams. Nine East Coast teams are going to make this tournament. On the West Coast, we got 13 teams. The Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. So basically what we got here is all the top teams in the NBA. The bottom guys just couldn't make it. We got the best teams in this tournament. This is eight games per team. So what's going to happen? How is this going to work? It's going to be some interesting shit. Basketball is back. It's going to be some interesting stuff. So it's gonna, you know how interesting it's going to be? Because can you imagine the Pelicans winning this shit? Can you imagine this tournament being won by the Brooklyn Nets? Because it sounds like anybody can lose. Anybody can win now. It's like a, It's not like one of those players. I just want to see the format. How is it going to go? Is it going to be Bucks versus Suns? Who's going to play who? Is it going to be because it's, it's pretty odd. It's 13 West and 9 East. So how are we gonna how are we gonna get these teams? What if the Jazz win, the Utah Jazz? Like I'm looking at the names of the teams, like it's crazy. Like, and these is teams that. How does it go in the regular postseason? The regular playoffs, it's eight and eight, eight teams apiece. One seed play eight, so forth and so on, right? So now we got 22 teams. We got 22 teams. And this is a tournament here. It's not like the it's not like the NCAA tournament, you know. NCAA tournament pretty different. You already know how that shit is. One and done. You win, you win. You you win, you in. You lose, you out. This is not like that. This is different. This is different. Shout out to the NBA, man, for trying to be creative. Um, but they, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to end up liking it. I'm pretty sure we're going to all end up like, damn, you know what I mean? Because they just want to play basketball. They need some money. They got to have some bread. This shit is hitting people hard, you know? 
It's hitting people hard. It's taking a toll on pockets now. Like when millionaires and billionaires try to strategize a way to get shit going, you know what I mean? It's like it's like there. It's like it reached that that level of frustration. People are like yo, man, fuck this shit. Let's fix it. So they just trying to find a way to fix it. You know what I mean? Because networks got to get paid. Shit has to be done. You know? There's a lot of bread. So hockey season started their tournament. They figured out the names for their teams for their tournament. We just waiting on baseball. Football is like, dog, don't fuck with football, man. This is what we need. We don't need you fucking with football. We need. We want to see the NFL. We want to hear them helmets go bow. We want to see them fans yelling, ah. You know what I'm saying? That's what we want. We don't want you fucking with football. Sports is our therapy, man. Like, what the fuck is they doing? The motherfuckers been watching reruns of basketball and shit. Just watching motherfucking old shit from the 93 Western Conference Finals and shit. Like, basketball players was playing like, they was looking like really like Sega Genesis players back then. I can't believe we used to watch shit like that. The players were moving like stiff. They would all look like mannequins on the court. They was moving like robots and shit and doing the back. Ah. It ain't had no fucking type of flavor, no swagger, no jump shot for the three, one leg like Harden. They wasn't doing that shit. So they was they was they was playing like Jordan versus Bird. Pick and roll, pick and roll. Stop and pop. A dunk was fascinating. We motherfucker loved the dunk shot in ninety three. Like, god damn. These dudes ain't, these dudes, I'm like watching that shit. <clears throat> so I'm watching Amazon, and they got old hardwood classics. So I'm watching the Spurs, no, I'm watching the Blazers and the Suns. I think it's the Blazers and Suns or Blazers and Spurs from 1993. No, the Blazers and Utah Jazz from like 1993. And shit, I'm like, John Stockton looked like he was playing in, panties and shit. Like, I'm looking at this shit like, yo, what in the fuck? Motherfuckers sitting in front of the TV watching this bullshit. Like, the players was, like, looking unorthodox. Like a motherfucker, man. But, um, now the new players now, it's like up with the times. They, like, more tuned up. They more well-tuned. They bigger. They move different. You know what I'm saying? They just, they flow up the court a little better. So, I mean, I want to watch regular basketball now, not this old shit. From, from back in the days, it's like, come on, dog. New Wave Podcast, shout out to everybody that's out there, man. We on I, we on iHeartRadio. Um, I, I had to plug that real quick. We on iHeart. We on iHeart. iHeart, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell y'all something, man. Let me give y'all a little quick piece real quick. Because I know... I, I know a few people listen to my shit on iHeartRadio because I checked the stats. So I see I got like 10 listeners. So 10 people tuned in to iHeartRadio to listen. So being as though I know that, I got to tell them around last year, 
Like I said this a couple of times. Last year, I told motherfuckers, I said, I said, if I keep going, I'll be having my podcast on title. I got my shit on iHeart. I was like, oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? So my shit is just to see your shit next to, like, another radio station. So my shit is like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really doing nothing crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure it out. So, um... And, and I got shit up my sleeve, you know what I mean? But my shit was under Power 99 shit. I'm like, damn, look at my shit under Power 99. I had to take a picture of that shit. Screenshot. My shit in Philly under Power 99 and shit. So, you know, last year I told myself I was going to have that shit. I was going to have one of them joints, man. Excuse me, I had an alert on my phone. Players call for action for the NFL. I guess they not. We're going to talk about Drew Brees real quick before I roll. Um, players call for action. I guess they tired of what Drew Brees did. But, like, yeah, I'm just happy. I'm just proud of myself for putting myself in that position, you know what I'm saying, and just being in on iHeartRadio and next up Pandora and iTunes. And I got iTunes already. I got Spotify already. So that's just good looking for me, man. Pat myself on the back. You know what I'm saying? Because I did my thing. So, like, Drew Brees did some shit yesterday, right? One second. Drew Brees did some shit yesterday. He said some bullshit. And, you know, Drew Brees knew what he was doing. He not fucking stupid. He's a grown-ass man. He didn't have to say that. You know what I mean? You know Drew Brees is grown. He could have said, he could have said, you know what, I ain't going to say shit. I'm going to leave this shit alone because it's like real out here, you know what I'm saying? People like losing their lives and buildings is being torched and motherfuckers just like in a bad space, right? He could have said that. Drew Brees could have looked at the situation from a broader lens and said, I got to think, man, I can't say shit like that. And this is how I know somebody made him say it because your wife wouldn't let you say no shit like that a bitch you know she gonna be like what's wrong with you why would you say some shit like that we got kids here you see what's going on out there you crazy you can't say nothing like that just keep your mouth shut Drew that's that energy coming from Nate house I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that's how it was but Drew Brees probably has his little staff, his PR staff, public relations and all that shit. And they, Drew, say this. We need to stir the pot and get the people minds off of this stuff right here. So why won't, why won't you just say this? And, you know, Drew probably was like, damn, man, that put me through this shit. I can't believe I got to do some shit. Like, you know what? Like, fuck it, I'll say it. So he put out that statement. And you knew nobody was going to appreciate you for saying that. You knew deep down in your mind nobody was going to feel that shit. You in, a, you in a league with NFL players, mostly black, and you say that at a time like this, When you in the league and you know what that boy was kneeling for. 
He wasn't kneeling to disrespect no flag. So now y'all always try to make it like it's something like against a flag. Like, motherfuckers don't give a fuck about that flag. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to nobody that's been in our military. But, like, our minds is not like that. We don't give a fuck about no flag. We not think about no flag. It was for people dying from police brutality. And y'all not trying to understand that shit because y'all know what he's saying. But y'all's not trying to, y'all trying to make it look like it's a flag thing. It's not a fucking flag thing. If it was a flag thing, he would have put his foot on, on top of the flag. Or he would have put the flag under his knee and kneeled on the flag or some dumb shit. He would have disrespected it or some shit. It's not, it was never been about the flag. It's never been about disrespecting military people. You see, now, when you when you let the wrong person tell the story, that's what happens. And America let the wrong people tell the story. You know what I mean? They let the wrong people tell the story. Stop trying to create a narrative. That's not how it's supposed to go. And motherfuckers know that shit. Drew Brees, you knew it. You knew that's not what it was. You got that man direct line. You know y'all motherfuckers is in the NFL together. You know you could have picked up the phone and said, yo, man, what's good with the knee with the knee the knee and shit? Why you taking a knee? Why you doing that? And he would have told you why. I'm pretty sure some of the players even explained it. We not kneeling to disrespect the flag, Drew. We kneeling because we we gotta stop this shit that's going on out here. It's too tense and people getting shot. The little young black kids getting shot. They getting stop and frisk. You know what I'm saying? You see, they can't walk down. They can't walk in our shoes, so they can't figure out why we're against stuff because shit happens to us. And motherfuckers is tired of that shit. They sick and tired of that shit. How many times Drew Brees probably got stopped by the cops? You know what I'm saying? How many times a motherfucking cop flashed a light in his face and shit? How many times that motherfucker been, 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 house been watched? Motherfuckers just driving past looking. Slowly, like breaking their fucking neck. You got to sit stiff as a log. Because if you turn this way, they're going to come out and hey. You guys okay over here? Can I talk to you? Hey, wait, wait. Don't move. Don't move. And they grabbed their gun quick as a motherfucker. Hey, we're just going to check shit. We smell smoke when we was driving past. Them guys don't have to deal with that shit. So they don't know. They can't come from our... So if you don't know what the fuck you talking about, stop, stop, stop speaking on it. That's what they should be doing. Guys like Drew Brees and whoever else represent what the fuck he represent. Y'all, maybe y'all need to sit down and shut up and just stop talking and watch the and watch the vibe. Watch what happens. Because either you with it or you against it. And if you with it, be with it because y'all sound travels longer than ours. You know what I'm saying? People look at, people look at us when we say shit, people look at us like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, whatever. But if Drew Brees was to be responsible and say, you know what, like I'm riding with, with my players on this, the whole world gonna feel that. 
That's Drew motherfucking Breeze, dog. That motherfucker throwing like 100 touchdowns a season. They're going to respect you more. They're going to respect the movement more. They're going to respect everything. Because it came from you. See, he don't understand the power of words, man. Obviously. It's always business with them stupid motherfuckers, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't play with people's lives like this because somebody could fucking hit you with a bottle upside your head just because you said that one statement. You sign an autograph, you see how fucking tensed it is out here? These motherfuckers don't give a fuck no more. So you got to be mindful how you make these statements, man. I don't give a fuck what your status is in life. You know what I'm saying? We had a, we in a we in a position right now where the wrong words could get you touched, man. The wrong words could get you put somewhere, like for real. You get on the internet and talk all this crazy shit, and then now now somebody see you, you gotta talk that crazy shit. You gotta keep that same energy, man. Why you say that? That's all they wanna know. Why you say that? What you fucking talking that shit for? You know, see, see, a lot of people they not they not attached with reality because, like, I was talking to my man today. This is their reality. Internet is their reality. The internet is your reality. What you say on this microphone and that's your reality. You try to make that shit for real. You don't deal with real life the way we deal with real life. The marbles just went your way. You don't understand what we go through. You'll never understand. You'll never understand. You'll die not understanding. The only thing you can do is have a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of knowledge, but you can't understand what we go through as men, African-American men. So you got to be careful about your statements and what you say. I don't give a fuck how much millions you got. Millionaires is getting beat up outside. The motherfuckers ain't coming outside. These people starting to wake up, man. They starting to understand. See, the fear is being shed. It's no more fear no more. The fear is being shed. It's layers to people. You know, since some people are born like stone faced, like a motherfucker, like elephant skin. Then you got some people that they generations brought them up to be fearful of this world, this shit that goes on. So now those layers are peeling now. It's like niggas is coming out. Niggas is stepping out. Motherfuckers is like, yo, fuck it. Let's get it. You know what I mean? Let's do this. We tired of this shit. Because it's not, it's not, and, not, and like, like I always say this, it's never black and, it's, it's black and white, right? But it's, 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 our beef is with the system as we see it now. During a pandemic, everybody the same color now, my dude. Right. Yeah. Some of us. In this pandemic, we all we all the same. Some of us.
got five minutes left. I've been waiting for this shit. And I'm telling you, man, at the end of the day, man, when this is all said and done, they're going to understand that if they do it again, it's going to be a fucking problem. You feel what I'm saying? They're going to understand if they do it again, it's going to be a fucking problem. My time's running out. Shout out to everybody that's out there. Y'all be safe. Y'all be careful. I'm watching the clock. I'm watching both clocks on both my drones. Y'all be careful. Y'all enjoy yourselves, but be careful. Don't live in fear. Fuck Drew Brees, you fucking dick. You still, your apology not accepted. and never will be. I hope your offensive line fail you this year. I hope you motherfucking have extra tape on your ankles, dog. They're going to break them shits this year. And shout out to everybody that's out there waiting for that NBA season. Make sure y'all check out these podcasts that I mentioned. Knuckleheads, All the Smoke, House Call, and No Chill by the Gilbert Arenas. And those are some good shits. Those are some, that's some good shit to listen to and check out. You know what I mean? Shout out to New Wave Podcasts. We here. We on the building. Um... Y'all motherfuckers be safe, man. I'm gonna finish drinking this Hennessy, man. I gotta print out. I got a graduation to record tomorrow. Me and my my sons are graduating homeschool, my homeschool, Washington Academy, and we gonna get them a nice little graduation. We got trophies, so y'all see it on Instagram live and shit tomorrow around three o'clock. Peace, man. Everybody be safe. <laughs>